podcast my name is dalton joining me as always is my good buddy this is ryan and this week we dove more into final fantasy 12 but there are a few things that i want to touch on before we get to that um first and foremost i have a crawl up my ass sir yeah and i want to go ahead and get just get this out of the way so i watched a video on youtube that reminded me that artificial scarcity can eat a motherfucking dick yeah. Now, I understand, like, and I, granted, like, this, this whole, I'm going to use Nintendo as an example. Yeah. And I know people are like, oh, if you talk shit about Nintendo, yada, yada, yada. Well, listen, like, I don't have to sit here and say that, like, I love Nintendo, because fucking A, all of the Pokemon games and things that I've bought over the years prove that. Yeah, no. But, Nintendo's got that longevity. They got that, that, that street cred. I'm never going to hate Nintendo, but, but business practices. For, first and foremost, this, uh... Mario All-Star Collection, or whatever, right? I think it's Super Mario Galaxy, Super Mario 64, and uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. Those three. It's only available until March, I think, this year, mm. and then it's gone. Yeah. Now, I assume that's because they're going to then split that into three things and make you pay for them separately, probably for the same price you got them as for one. I mean, yeah, probably, but like, I get where you're going with this. But I'm going to say that this All-Stars collection was just supposed to be, like, a limited release anyway because it was just a 35th year anniversary, like, commemoration of Mario itself. Okay, so then why is that Mario game that they made that's, like, Tetris 99 but with Mario? I don't remember what they called it. Super Mario. Go yeah, fuck yourself. I know, I I don't know, know what you're talking Some... about. The, the Battle Royal. Yeah. Yeah, that game is going to go away in March as well. No hmm. one will be able to play it anymore. Weird. They released Fire Emblem. The very first Fire Emblem game. It's the first time it's ever been translated over here as far as I know. And mm-hmm. they put it up on the eShop for a limited time. Yeah. And then you can't get it anymore. Why? Maybe it, it has something it, it, to, it is Maybe it has something to do with contracts with the developers and stuff. Like I, I think it has to do with cashing in on FOMO. I mean yeah, like out. false scarcity, I I get where you're bitching at too, but I also love it. I mean my pop collection. If there wasn't like a false scarcity on the pop collection, some of these wouldn't have the values that they have today. And it's like yeah, comic but... comic values go up if the more copies that are destroyed or the less copies that are printed, like but that's a physical thing. Yeah, that's true. There's 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 no need to do it. Like I I get the the, yeah, the disc no thing. It's it. shitty, but I get it. Yeah. But there's no need to do it digitally. There's no there need to do it digitally. I get that. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing that comes from that other yeah. than you're going to make more money because people are going to buy it really yeah. quickly. It's like if you had a shitty quarter and it's like you release something people want but make it scarce, it's going to make that quarter better Well, because it's going to be a flood of money. Maybe what they're doing is they are just seeing what kind of sales that these games can generate. If they pump up and get a bunch of good sales, maybe they'll just leave it on the store. Like, Or it's going to be like... I don't a, think they will. Or it's going to be like a new trend where they're going to 
release a couple of games for a limited release, take them down, and then put up a new set of games for a certain set of time, and then take them down. And they'll pop back up in the store eventually. It's just kind of got to buy your time if you didn't jump on it at the get-go. Like, or you're going to have to pay more, which is bullshit. But, no. you know, whatever. But, no. you know, we can't act like this is new. If you think about it, Disney has been doing this for years with the Disney Vault. Oh, yeah, the Disney Vault and the VHS tapes and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got all of those fucking tapes because from yeah. back in the day when it would come out in the vault, my parents would go out and get it just so we had it. Yeah. Obviously, it's a fucking, it works. That's why people do it. Yeah. I just think it's bullshit. No, it, I get it. I get, I, I get the bitch about it. Like, especially where you're coming from with, like, the digital version should just be available all the time. Physical copies yeah. is what they should be driving the market for, false scarcity for. It's yeah. like, I've been getting stuff for the show and haven't been spending money on my other consoles, but, like, I would like to get that Fire Emblem game, but I think I missed it. Like, I think it's gone. No. So guess what, Nintendo? I'm going to fucking emulate it, so eat my asshole. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. And then we just got slapped Fuck with a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'll use it to wipe my motherfucking ass. Ah, all right. Rant over. Fuck artificial scarcity. I think it's dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, you, I, I know you want to end that rant, but I was just kind of thinking about it today. We were talking about it at work a little bit, and one of the guys I worked with brought up the fact that he still can't find a PS5 anywhere. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm like, no, it's not that the, the demand has skyrocketed beyond what they can manufacture. Like, they knew the demand was this was going to be high. They're just choosing not to mass produce at the level that they could in order to and, keep that demand high. Like, And you, and you know what? No, let's go back to it because that brings me to another fucking issue that I've got, okay? And that is the, the people that set up bots. Yep. Because... Even in the PC realm, like it happened with the PS5, it happened with the Xbox. As soon as it went live, all these bots bought them. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you start seeing them show up on eBay and Amazon for mm -hmm. double the price. Yep. You know what I mean? That happens every fucking time a new graphics card comes out. Yep. Like I just saw this thing where it said uh, the GTX, uh, NVIDIA is releasing a GTX, I think, 3060, mm -hmm. which is better better than my card you yeah. know what i mean so i was like oh look into it and they were like yeah and it's more affordable than the other ones it's only like 400 uh, well it's between three and four hundred dollars i don't yeah. remember exactly what it was but it's slated to sell out as soon as it releases because of all the, the, the bots all the scalpers the, who have set up the bots yeah and i mean don't get me wrong i know there's a lot of people ready waiting to click too so you got to take that into account but mm -hmm. When there's a bot that's clicking faster than humanly possible yeah. and doing all the shit for it. And and the companies, it's like on one hand, they could implement systems that would prevent that from happening, yeah. right? But on the other hand, it's money to them no matter what. Yeah. I think because of what happened with all of the scalpers buying up all the PS5 consoles and all the Xbox consoles upon release and stuff actually changed the way a lot of these people are going to set up systems for like future releases where they are going to only limit like a certain number per like registered account or something like that and then they're going to even take it further to prevent bots from purchasing these things they're going to do like the um verify shit like you have to click all these pictures that show a fucking dog like sort of shit like yeah you're, you're yeah, actually well, going to have to go through a couple more security steps to make purchases for things like pc well, parts or consoles I hope, and shit like I that. i hope they fucking do that yeah. i hope they do that because i think it's like it, a, it shouldn't even even just be like electronics it should really be just about everything especially come like black friday season like little kids toys god people die fighting over like fucking tickle me elmo 
and shit like that like there should yeah. really be like a serious hard limit on fucking purchases made in places like the, with the, the bots online on... you have f- motherfuckers like my walmart just finally put a limit maybe about a month ago on how many packs of cards for certain things that you could buy at a time because motherfuckers were going out and buying entire stocks of sports cards, Pokemon cards, magic cards, just to fucking rip them open and sell the cards that are worth it. Like, yeah, that's fucking it. I mean, granted, that's what I want to do. But when (laughs) one motherfucker goes in and buys all of the fucking cards and like, no, you got like five year olds who are crushed because they can't find a fucking booster pack of Pokemon cards because some fucking asshole just bought out the entire fucking store to sell one card for three hundred dollars. Like, And, you know, it's it's never occurred to me to go into a store and clean a shelf off of pretty much anything unless it's like, I don't know, Oreos or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, when I well, used to go like and a- buy Pokemon cards, I'd buy a pack or two or I'd buy like a booster pack that had a bunch of them in there and then yeah. I'd go home and open them and be happy with it. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, but it, it, it's like we we've seen both of the crazies living down in Florida, the fucking hurricane preppers and shit. How they wipe out fucking stores, the fucking pre-COVID pandemic, the fucking toilet paper shortage that rocked the fucking world. Like we were, yeah, we were uh, considering getting bidets because yeah, it was really hard to find like bidets even are better tissues. anyway. Spray your butthole with that water; it feels so much cleaner. Like it's like a nice it. kiss from nice kiss from Poseidon. Absolutely, I fucking love it. <laughs> so good. Never going back. <laughs> but, like, even, even me having lived down in Florida, seeing all the hurricane preppers and then the fucking pre-COVID toilet paper shortage, up here, we have another fucking store, like, snowstorm coming. It's supposed to give us, like, maybe another two feet of snow. And they're buying out fucking everything. Like, why? You live in New York. You know this is winter. Like, why the fuck are you stocking up on food that you're never going to fucking eat anyway? Like... Because people were fucking nuts. Yeah. You know, real quick, real quick. Did you did that thunder pick up on my mic? No, it did not. As, I didn't. As hear you were it. talking, as you're talking about, man, I've, I've lived through the hurricanes down there. Outside my window just goes boom. boom. Yeah. Because there's there's a big old thunderstorm. No, I didn't. I didn't hear it. Maybe maybe on your end it got picked <laughs> up on Audacity, but I didn't hear it. Uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> but it was funny. The timing of it was perfect. Um, yeah, man. Uh, our our buddy Hans. Uh, tried to get a i think it was the rtx 380 or it might have been the gtx 380 it was one of the graphics cards and he finally said the only ones that he could find were marked up so much that he said you know what fuck it i'm just gonna buy the more expensive one for like a couple hundred dollars more so he just did that instead yeah, yeah don't give in to the fucking scalpers let them just fucking sit on that shit they'll sell it for pennies at one point yeah eventually no like like that dude, that dude who bought up all that hand sanitizer and nobody would buy it from him oh yeah for real yeah, fuck real Uh, what was it tennessee and he bought like a hundred and eighty thousand dollars worth of fucking some sanitizer him and like a couple people drove like through the entire state and would buy out the like entire stocks from dollar general and shit and then turn around and try to sell it for 10 15 dollars a bottle fuck you like he got arrested (laughs) for price gouging he really did good fuck him yeah take him in the back put him out of his misery the world moves on man tony soprano him just Ah, Man, that's, that's a little too hardcore. But. It's a fucking business, Ryan. It's a business. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I've been watching a lot of The Sopranos lately. Yeah. It's it's such a good fucking show. I, I, didn't, I never watched it. I'm not really into that, like, mafia-style stuff, though. Like, I haven't yeah. seen The Godfather. I haven't there's seen so, Good. There's so much more to it. There's so much more to it, though. Like, it's not as uh, 
I mean, it is and it isn't. It's not as hardcore as those as far as, like, you betrayed the family. Oh, yeah, no, it's like but, a modern take on the, the, the family, but... It's it's a really good story yeah, overall. But if I it's heard. not your thing, it's not yeah, your thing. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, so, uh, in other news, I started playing Final Fantasy XIV again. Of course you did. I stuck that needle back in my arm and yeah, fully just pushed the button. I've lost you. Like, <laughs> the next, like, three months is going to be <laughs> Final Fantasy XIV, WoW, and uh, Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think I'm done with WoW for a while. Um, when does uh, Strikers come out? Oh. <gasps> I'll get to that in a second. Okay. I'll get to that in okay. a second because that, that, that's part of things I need to touch on. I'm looking um, forward to that since you told me it was like a hack and slash type game. <laughs> so one thing that, okay, so shout out to Max Millions and her husband Slice and Dice on my server and in our free company on Final Fantasy XIV because she uh, started listening and wrote me today and was and reminded me actually that the worlds of Final Fantasy Tactics and Final Fantasy twelve are the same world. Oh, interesting. Um, I believe it's Tactics takes place. Hold on, I have it pulled up. Final Fantasy Tactics is set around 1,200 years after the events of Final Fantasy twelve. Oh, shit. It says, uh, in that time, a great cataclysm occurred and set civilization back technologically to the Dark Ages and also resulted in a vast majority of other races going extinct or near enough. The espers were subsequently freed from their control of their glyphs and weren't able to possess people via packs, thus becoming the Lukavi. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, which ties into 14, again, because not only did uh, she tell me this, but 14 has a raid called Return, uh, the Return to Ivalice, I think is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or that's the overall arcing quest is the Return to Ivalice. And I believe the raid was the uh, the royal city of Robinaster. Oh, so I haven't played it, but yeah. I'm going to try to get a group to do it this week so mm-hmm. I can get in there. Or I'll just run it and uh, try not to run around and die. Or, you know, run around try not to die. Yeah. But it's a 24-man raid, um, and it follows the Lexentail family as they search for the truth behind the fabled land of Ivalice in an effort to clear their sullied family name. And uh, I think the the guy that wrote Tactics and 12 uh, was a guest creator for this raid series. Nice as well so nice. uh the boss boss designs and stuff were by kita ami amemia amia well uh that person yeah i don't i don't even try like if i i, li- I, I like to try i like to try in my head but out loud <laughs> you could come across as very i'm not being racist yeah no i'm, I'm not i wasn't gonna say racist i was just saying like very just like ignorant to even like attempting to learn the pronunciation or anything like that but usually i'm pretty good uh but no you're pretty good with you're pretty good with a lot of them but there's just some of them that you just like i I would look at it and have no idea it's like that tweet uh tweet that circles around as a meme and somebody making fun of something and somebody's like well your name sounds like the noise a plunger makes like (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've seen that the guy that's so funny yeah i I got one for you real quick there's a character Related to a side quest in Final Fantasy XII, um, and you probably haven't found her because she's just a Viera sitting on the staircase in the Muthu, Muthu Bazaar in Robin Aster, right? Mm-hmm. This is how her name is spelled. I want you to try to tell me how you would say it. K-T-J-N. Kitten. I, I say Jin. Like, I'm just no. like, uh... K-T-J-N? Kitten. Kitten. Yeah, I guess that could be. Yeah, that works. But I just, I was like, 
that's a bunch of vowels. I mean, not vowels. That's a bunch consonants. of consonants. I'm like, there's, yeah. there's no vowels. Like, <laughs> no. Sometimes uh, that happens. Last year for the uh, AHL Hockey All-Star Skills Competition, guy recorded the hardest slap shot ever recorded in the history of hockey. His last name is FRK. Frick. Fark? Frick. Frick. No. Frick. FRK. That's it. Frick. No. But 109 uh, point something miles an hour. You imagine standing in front of that frozen no. rubber disc? No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> um, what, what was I looking for real quick? Oh, there we go. All right. So, sir, how far did you make it this week? Uh, oh, actually, real quick. Before I wanted to, I wanted to touch on one more thing about 14. Yeah. So, I've been back for two days, and I've spent a lot of time playing. And mm-hmm. have I done any of the new content, really? No. What have I done? I've gone and farmed materials and then crafted. <laughs> I've been just leveling crafters and gatherers. Because I will eventually be able to make shit that will make me real gill. And I will be rolling in gill. And then I can go and buy stuff instead of always just having, like, between, I don't know, 10,000 and 700,000. I know people who have millions Ugh. so i'm like Brutal. i need to i, I want to get there eventually yeah. yeah but crafting will eat your fucking gill son if you don't go out and get all your materials yourself and you're relying on just buying them off the market board yeah woo! i when i logged in i had nine hundred thousand. when i logged off today to do the show uh, you I were have, overdrafted by like four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> i have like i don't know eleven thousand or so yeah, it's brutal <laughs> It's ridiculous. No. So, yeah. So, how far did you get this week? Uh, I believe, looking at the walkthrough guide, after what I just finished the last time I logged on, I think I'm coming up on the Alurain, however you say that, Uh, the Top Stock boss fight, that one. Top Stock. I think it's like uh, Act 1, Part 7, Part part 6, Part 7, something like that. What uh? What area are you in? Are you in uh? Like, did you already do the Giza Plains where you're running around in the the dry? Had to touch all the sunstones. Yes, I did that. Okay, so oh, that's right, because you've been to the royal palace. Yeah, so you've done at least uh, that. episode one, I left off at the at the mimic queen. Oh, okay, so yeah, you were in Barheim Passage. All right, all right, all right. Um, have you made it to Bergerba yet? Then, yeah, oh, you might be a little before. Okay, yeah, so you're yeah, in Bergerba. yeah. Bergerba. All right, so, okay, it's cool. Okay, so <coughs> I'm trying to remember. Uh. Because it's been a while since I've been like that far back in the game. So, um, let's see, where was I? The Mosferan High Waste, the Silica Wood, the Sochin Cave Palace. That's what I just did. Oh, okay. You made it to the Silica Wood. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 So you're you're really not that far behind me, honestly. Oh, cool. I caught up pretty quick then. Um, <coughs> thank you, Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The past the past two days gave you plenty of time. <coughs> yeah, because I am in the Fawn Coast. Yeah, and making making my way but to the Tichita. I did. Tichita I did take your recommendation. I did go back to the uh, like the clan center and redid my boards. And yeah, dude, <laughs> Van really is helps. no longer a, a healer. <laughs> like, <laughs> and <laughs> after moving around my licensing board and shit, I am kind of beasted it right now but i'm still like pretty low level and i still have to do some more grinding i think before i start tackling on some more of these bosses further into the game I think, it uh, has gotten it's gotten to the point uh what boss was it? it was the last judge we fought so i think it was judge uh douchebag 
Yeah, uh, starts with Gabranth. I think it was Gabranth. I could be wrong. Um, I ran in there, <laughs> and it was us versus him, and then behind me spawned three judges, right? Yeah. So I just turned around, and all all three of those judges, I one-shot them all, just pfft, and they nice. just died. And I was, like, I was like, all right. So I turned around, and we just started wailing on that dude. That whole fight lasted like 30 seconds. Nice. I love when and that shit just, happens, when you just like have it perfect, and it's just like done. Well, it's gotten to the point that on all my characters, both of their license boards, because I've got where they got both of them, uh, are almost full. Damn. Because I've been seriously farming license points. <laughs> yeah, you have. So, I need to fucking step up on that because I I don't even think I filled up one board yet. <laughs> I, I've got uh, Bosch as Knight Bushi, and I've got um, Balthier as Bushi Monk. So they actually they both use katanas, but they both have high attack and high high attack speed. Mm-hmm. So they hit more often with the multiple hit combo things oh, as well fantastic. as as well as Vaughn but Vaughn Shikari gave him a ninja sword he's good to go yeah. um but dude Bosch and Balthier will just walk in and just start whacking shit and they'll just die before Vaughn even gets there it's it's fantastic that's fantastic and then, uh, i got to i'm going to have to go through and set that up <laughs> like, that sounds fantastic I have, I have ash as a uh, as a black mage red mage combo and she just dishes out spells like boom but usually when i do magic i don't i have gambits set up for some magic but usually like attack magic yeah i like to do myself so like if i come up against something that's weak to a certain spell i'll put ash in and then i'll control her and send the spells out because i don't want her to i don't know i don't trust the gambits enough even though i know that it would work perfectly fine if i set them up enough like i should but yeah one thing that they added in this that i do like though is they give you three uh gambits pages that you can like set and save so like you can have page one page will be two, like you're three. you're running around your page two will be your boss gambits things like that yeah it's pretty sweet um so the story i don't think we touched on much of the story last no we didn't really and this story has caught my attention like i am kind of like disappointed that i am so easily distracted by things like I, I'm not disappointed in my kids, for sure. Obviously not. I love them. They, their attention always comes no, I, first. But I know what you like mean. Like getting distracted by a shiny new internet page or something on the TV. Or I was going to say, when your phone, phone. Yeah. Your phone going. Yeah, my phone going. Like, I I remember bits and pieces of the cutscenes and story so far. But the little bits that I do remember have really caught my attention i'm going to have to go through on like summer break or something and actually give this game a good playthrough and really pay attention to this story because again from what i've caught this story is fantastic it really is and it's jumped my list of like final fantasy stories as far as like the game storylines go like this battle system can fuck right off it's like still too complicated (laughs) for me i'm still learning it i'm still trying to figure it out i mean it's growing on me but it, it's not my junction system from eight. Like the yeah, I, I understand that. Um, the the combat is getting a little old to me. Like, yeah, it's a lot of rinse and repeat, same stuff. It is. I'm it is really sticking with this to see the end of the story because I never have. Yeah, but. If I was not more engrossed in the story, I probably would say that this is the last episode. But we're going to do one more. And this is such like a weird coincidence that we have a game where the story is very politically driven. Going on at like the most, like one of the most tumultuous politically driven driven 
years that we've seen in in our lifetime at least like not as our country as a whole like obviously we've been through some shit as a country as a whole but in our lifetime this is probably one of like the most tumultuous political times that we have ever seen like and to start off a game that is very politically driven is kind of it's weird looking at it and kind of seeing some relations to what's actually happening now like yeah yeah totally with the uh one thing that hit me was uh, there's a scene between Vane Salador, who is pretty much the bad guy in this game, from what I've gathered. Yeah. Um, and he's in the like the kingdom room with his father, and they're talking. And he's talked about how he's spilled blood before to keep his uh, younger brother safe, uh, which is um, Larsa, mm-hmm. the little kid that you find running around with you every now and then, who's actually a little badass. Like... He is. Yeah. Oh, and a uh, quick quick tip for you. Whenever you have a party guest mm-hmm. and you have like that fourth person, they're with you until you continue the main story. Mm-hmm. So that's a good time to go hit hunts and stuff when you've got an extra hand to swing at them. Oh, nice. I'll have to remember so, that. Yeah, just a little tip. Um, and Vane basically says that like he'll he's done it before and he'll do it again. And his father's like, do you mean your words? And then it just kind of goes up on his face and there's, you know, a serious final fantasy esque style cutscene moment. And then it cuts back to, uh, two of his servants come walking in and then they're being arrested for murdering the King. But it's like, it's heavily implied that Vane killed him, right? What? Yeah. It's heavily implied that Vane killed him Jesus and Christ. he leaves and now Vane runs things instead of his father. Cause wow. it's like he took it over. And the whole thing is about, the Empire wants to take over this other country, which is where you meet Sid. Uh, Al, I think his name is like Al Sid in this one or something like that. Let's see. I had it written down. Yeah, Al Sid. Margrace. Al Sid Margrace. And he is from Rosaria. And that's the next place the Empire is trying to take over. And he wants you to come, like, help him stop that. But Ash basically tells him, like, uh, we've got shit to worry about here first. <laughs> so... Where I'm at in the story, it's now decided that they are going to head to Arcadia, because I've gotten the Sword of Kings, which is the sword that can destroy Nethesite, right? Yeah. And uh, she was going to try it out on the Dawn Shard, but as she goes to swing it at the Dawn Shard, a ghost of Rex appears, which is Vaughn's brother and her wife and the king of, he was the king of Rabanaster. And um, he basically tells her not to hit it, like, without saying any words. He just, like, shakes his head no, and she swings and hits to the side of the site, and he nods his head yes, and then he disappears back into it, and she takes it. It's the uh, the Dawn Shard, I believe. Mm. And it's funny, because she goes, we must go, this is the sword, I know it is. And Balthier, as he's walking away, just goes, yeah, I'm sure it'll work if you hit your mark, and then just like, <laughs> just like walks off. He's such a douchebag, I love him. You know what I've tried to figure out this whole game, and I, I hope that it brings it together in the end. I hope they explain, like, why the fuck Balthier and Fran stuck around. Yeah, no, I want to know that, too. Like, why you... Like, are they just in it for fun? Because they're Sky Pirates. I mean, like, they're, like you said, Han Solo and Chewie. Like, they're just there. <laughs> like, why? I would have bailed. First, first side of war getting like, thrown bye. in a dungeon bye <laughs> i'm going as far away as possible like like i get why bosh is there i get ash yeah. uh vaughn kind of got roped into it and i think Penelo will go anywhere vaughn goes yeah pretty much in fact um there's a side <laughs> quest there's a side quest that i did uh what was the name of it 
it was it, I don't know it was, it was like something about love and there were these two people that you had to talk to and one of them was a Viera oh okay the quest is called Viera matchmaking and after you had uh, gone through Jahara where you meet the Garifs in the Osmond Plain uh, this is when she shows up so it's at the South Gate yes the South Gate in Rabinaster you'll just by the Chocobo stables you'll see a Viera standing there mm-hmm and you talk to her and she tells you that she left her homeland in the silica wood to come out and find a mate but she hasn't been able to find anyone but she's gonna you know stay here in town and see what happens so she goes walking off so if you run up through the gate and go to the uh pond uh fountain there you will run around you will find a man and his name is the love struck man right so you talk to him, and he tells you that he once saw the most beautiful Viera in the world, and he's never seen her again. But the Viera that just walked by looked a lot like her, or reminded him of her, and he shouldn't miss this opportunity like he did the last time. And so you go and talk to her for him, right? So you go and you find her, and she's in the gambit shop, <clears throat> and you talk to her, and she says that there was a nice man in there that was talking to her too, and he's some lord or whatever. Uh... So you go back and you talk to the love struck. Oh, I'm sorry, no, no, no. You make your way to the sand sea and you find her in there. And this is where it ties into what I was going to say about Pinello because she says every time you talk to her, she wonders if it's you because you keep finding her and talking to her. And she's like, "No, I can smell that you're taken for. Someone loves you very much and would do anything to see you safe and something like that." And no. I was like, "Up, oh, Pine- Pinello, Pinello. got to be Pinello." Pinello, I love Pinello. <laughs> So I ended up, you have a choice with either hooking up her, with her with Lord Vane, not Vane Salador, a different Vane, yeah. uh, or the Love Struck Man. I went with the Love Struck Man because you get better uh, rewards for it. Yeah. Um, if you select Lord Vane, you just get the Loxley Bow, but if you choose the Love Struck Man, you get the Loxley Bow and two high potions. So I went nice. that route. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, and I don't have an archer, so I can't even use the bow, but... I still felt good. I don't know. That's that's the thing about RPGs is sometimes these little side quests, you just do them because it gives you a sense of satisfaction. Damn, I'm dying. <laughs> don't die. Yeah. Don't die on me, Paul. But uh, other than that, dude, I, I was looked through this list of side quests mm-hmm. uh, after somebody in the Factory Sealed Discord I was talking to about them, and they were like, oh, have you been doing the, the, all the side quests and stuff? I had completely forgotten how many side quests there are there's probably a million like most games like this there's a ton but the thing about this one is that like they don't have like a little exclamation point above their head you have to talk to people yeah to find them you know what i mean yeah. and that's like that i think that's one of the things that days. they tell you right at the beginning of the game like during the tutorial phase and it's like be sure you stop and talk to everyone you run across like yeah, because you're going to miss out on a lot of different items and quests and things that could possibly help you along your journey. Yeah. And there's certain side quests that you have to do to complete part of the game, like the lost cactoid. Like yeah. There's a part where you, you have to uh, find a lost cactoid and return it to its mom so it'll leave these villagers alone so you can then bring the villager's dad back home and then you can cross and go into the next area, which I believe that's how you get up into the basilica wood and yeah. all of that. Or it might be past the silica wood. Hell, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, there is one quest that I'm working on currently called Three Medallions, and you need those medallions to get into the neck roll of Nabudis, yeah. into the deeper areas of it. Um, but the Three Medallions, like as far as I am in the game, I was only able to get the first part of the first medallion. Wow. So 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what I can do in the next week. <coughs> yeah, but apparently there's a fishing side quest. Nice. That I had no no fucking idea about. Yeah. I have no hunt. idea about, like, most of these side quests anyway. I think I maybe have stumbled across maybe, like, one or two since, but... Uh, I know the the one that gave me a hard a hard time. I had to go in a level up some and then come back and then hit it with quickenings. Was the Earth Tyrant? So I believe it's on your way out into the Wester Sand. Yeah. There is a uh, lizard guy uh, standing there, and if you talk to him, he starts telling you that he's been having this issue with these sandstorms in the Wester Sand that he needs to go do his research, but he can't. Right. Well, you end up having to go and talk to this dude at a fountain who then sends you to the low town and then you have to talk to another guy down in low town. Then you go find this piece of this item that they used to use to get into this special area. It would help them walk through the gusts of sand and stuff to get to this special area in the Western sand where they used to go hang out as kids, but he had buried it in the Western sand. So you have to go get it. You bring it back. He puts it together with the other piece. Then you're able to go into the worms den and once you're in there, you find the Earth Tyrant, which is this giant fucking earthworm. And I, I mean, like, wor- uh, dragon worm. Yeah. W-Y-R-M. Yeah. 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 I realized when I said earthworm that I was like, well, wait, no, it's not a, gi- it's not a giant earthworm gym or anything. But that would, that's a mod. That's a mod that would be awesome. Yeah. You just walk up it, in there, and it's a giant earthworm gym. <laughs> Shout out to Tadpog's SNES <laughs> Game of the Month, Earthworm Gym. Uh, man, that boss... That Earth Tyrant kicked my ass like twice. And yeah. then I was like, finally, all right, I'm going to go. And then I went back to the Lusu Mines and I got uh, probably another 1,000 LP and distributed it and then went back and just knocked it out. Yeah, nice. Uh, I also have some espers now. Um, two from the storyline and then I got two of the optional ones. Um, they were a pain in my absolute dick. Uh, and I got them, I think, because I got them way before I should. So the ones you get through the story are uh, Bellius yeah. and uh, Mat- Matthias, yeah. which are the, t- the two that I have from the story so far. Uh, then I randomly stumbled upon a Dramalek, which I think I talked about last week. A Dramalek was really fucking hard. Uh, it took me a few tries and some going back to the planes to level up some, but I finally beat him. And then I somehow, I cannot tell you how, uh, beat Chulane which was a pain in my ass because that thing, I think that was the fight where he just kept casting disable on all my people. And it was like, you have to pop that off yeah. or it's a game over. Like yeah. it's, it's fucking hard. Uh, oh, and I got zero miss and that's the hardest fight I've had in this game so far was yeah. zero miss. He hit so hard and he kept just, he kept summoning zombies. Like, so you're having to deal with crowd control and fight the boss at the same time. And he's hitting you like a fucking truck. It was, it was rough dog. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm really enjoying it. Um, but yeah, the uh, the political intrigue, the whole empire wanting to take over all the land. They're like, this is all ours now. Mm-hmm. you know. But I will point out something that I uh, was listening to uh, Damn Chocobo talk about this. And I agreed with them. Yeah, I know it's a great podcast name. <laughs> Damn Chocobo. Uh, the people don't really feel oppressed. That's one thing that I think is lacking from this game is that like the empire took over, but it doesn't seem like anything's really changed. No, than... nothing. Like that's one thing. I, I was like, why are these people not like freaking out? Like, why is this not like a mass refugee sort of saying like, what is happening? Like, why are these people still super giddy? Like, oh my god, the empire's here. Let's like, there's 
police and military on like every fucking corner and everyone's just going about their daily lives like it's no big fucking deal like yeah yeah i mean i guess it could it could be like a korea situation but maybe i don't know it just doesn't seem like that yeah yeah so i think that that's a part that i would say is is a negative if i could say anything about it that's negative but uh and like we touched on earlier man the the game the gameplay itself uh is just getting very repetitive it is it is very yeah um but i want to see it through to the end yeah no i i definitely want to if i can't get to roll the credits this week and you do what i'll probably do is just pull up the ending on youtube and watch that because i do want to be able to talk about the ending with you but i'm on my next break from work i'm probably going to go back and actually give this game some some decent time no yeah and i get that you know you're like like we've said before you're coming from the casual perspective where you've just got some time here and there yeah and at the moment i've got nothing but time yeah so um have you been doing hunts at all (sighs) not Not really really because i've been trying to keep up with the storyline because i know this game is long like this game is like almost built for grinding and if I, like, branch off into, like, the hunts and the, the, the spider web side quests and shit, I'll never get through, never get through the main storyline. Like, my dragon-punching Skyrim thing, I've put in, God, I, I don't even know how many hours now, and I still haven't even left Whiterun. Like, I'm, I still haven't even been up to the Greybeards yet. I'm still in Whiterun. Like... <laughs> Yeah, according to uh, howlongtobeat.com, Final Fantasy XII's main story comes in at 60 and a half hours. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's a lot. Co- completionist is 160 hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like, with the amount of <laughs> side quests that there probably are available in this game, and I'm like, all the grinding that you have to do really adds to the, the total hours of gameplay. Yeah, I am up to... I, j- I think the last hunt that I did was Bloodwing. Yeah, so I've done 16 of them so far i think i've done rogue tomato there are 45 in total um one that i've done i did that i i haven't been able to turn in is this big ass turtle out in the uh wetlands yeah giza plain when it's the wet time Mm -hmm. and you have to go around giza plain and in each area there's like a white tree that you can just it just looks out of place and you go over to and you click it and you knock it into the water and eventually, once you've done it, all of them pile up in this bottom right area of the map. And you go down there, you can cross the bridge over into this new zone that's open. And that's where this particular thing spawns. I think it's called, like, the gill, the, yeah, the gill snapper. <coughs> it's technically hunt number 36. Mm-hmm. Because you can't turn it in until it's the dry season again, which is not till way later in the game. Wow. So... You got uh, patiently waiting for that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've killed it. I'm done. Like I beat it. It was a hard ass fight. Um. Oh no. Wait. Now that I'm looking, I've done some of these other. Uh. So when you get into hunt the clan Centurio, mm-hmm. they give you elite hunts too yeah. that are a, a little harder than the normal ones. I believe the Gill Snapper was one of those. Uh. And then there was the Trickster, which is a white chocobo that's massive, and it's in this certain area of the uh the place right by mount baromasace uh the para paramina rift yeah it's in a certain area and the chocobo is invisible until it runs up on you and starts hitting you wow and it's really fast and it is just <coughs> a pain in the ass yeah it sounds like it <laughs> and then uh i did the ant lion which is massive oh basically once you start getting up to these 
higher ranked marks. The the dude, dude, they're brutal. Yeah, I bet. The the guide that because I started using the guide, so I didn't miss any more side quests. <coughs> and the guide's like, yeah, you can go ahead and snag these hunts, but I wouldn't attempt them till much later. <laughs> um, but I do want to say, if I'm gonna play this for another week, if we don't beat it by then, then we'll just keep it on the list and come back to it because. I feel I don't know, or you know, listeners, you can let us know because I feel like four episodes in a row on a show like ours is a little much for it's one a game. Long, yeah. And in keeping that in mind, there are going to be a few games on our list that uh, fucking really uh, gonna take a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the, the record of Agarest War. In fact, let me get back to how long to beat dot com because I want I want to see your face when I tell you. I think I've told you this before. Just but. wait until we pull No Man's Sky. Well, okay, so. <laughs> That's different because that there is an end to that game. Huh? There is an end to that game, there but is. it's just hard to get to. Yeah. Okay, so we have three Record of Agarest War games, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start you off with the shortest one. Record of Agarest War Marriage. Main story, 24 and a half hours. Main plus extra, 28. Completionist, 34 and a half. Yeah, not not bad. so bad. Not bad. Okay. <coughs> Record of Agarest War 1. Main story. 83 and a half hours. Brutal. Main in it plus extra. 132 hours. Brutal. Com- completionist. 199 hours. Yeah, I don't have that time. <laughs> Re- Record of Agarest War 2 is not quite as long. His main story is 69 and a half. Nice. I think that's uh, 69 <laughs> with a finger finger in your butt. So. <laughs> uh, main plus extra is 87 and a half hours. Completionist is 137 hours. <laughs> Oh, answer. These long games, you're uh, just going to have to wait until Dogecoin hits like $10 and I can retire. <laughs> uh, we have somebody in our Discord who is pondering the idea of pitching in the money to select a game. But oh, it's yeah. not a game on our it's not a game on our list, but it's a game that we all three own. Yeah. Yes. But, he yeah. would like to talk to us about Persona 5 at some point. Oh, so I will actually have to uh, load that up and play it. <laughs> yeah. So I told him, I said, I said we'll, we'll hash that out because that's a long game. So It is a long game. It is a long game. Um, I do have a date. The academic calendar graduation is May 15th. So I should roughly be starting break around that time. So Sweet. from might be a... May until August, if I tell work that I'm not going to work this summer, I will have that whole like June, July, and half of August free. Yeah, maybe that'll be a good time to knock some stuff out. Maybe get some. Yeah, stuff and then oh, soon, hopefully, the taxes will be in my bank account, and then we will be building my PC. Yeah, dude, I look forward to that too. Yes. That's going to be a blast. Uh, sp- speaking of Persona 5, you were talking about Strikers earlier, and yeah. I said to put a pen, a pen in it. So, next week, um, we're, like, we're gonna do the, uh, the Final Fantasy XII wrap-up, mm-hmm. or with however far we got, whether we beat it, you know, whatever. Uh, our buddy James is gonna come on. Um, now, I don't know if he'll be able to come on when we record <coughs> at night, like this. Yeah. Or if it'll be, like, I'll get with him earlier in the day, and if you're available... Then you could hop in too. If not, then I'll just edit it into the end of the episode or something. Yeah. Um. But he's gonna come on talk to about Final Fantasy twelve. Um. And probably uh curse me for Persona four or Persona five Strikers coming out four days early on PC because I bought the digital collector's edition whatever which the game comes out on the twenty fourth. We you get early access. access. Yeah. We get access to it on the twentieth. Nice. 
So five days from now, sir, yeah. is when that comes out, which is another reason I'd like to wrap up Final Fantasy twelve because I'm hoping that our next game is something short so so I can also put some time into Persona 5 Strikers. Persona 5 Strikers will be a Patreon-only episode. New games go there first. <laughs> uh, that's not that's not a terrible idea, but I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to paywall stuff. Like I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll no. see. No, we'll figure we'll it out. But per- I definitely look forward to uh, diving into that. Yeah. It, it. I've been stoked for it since it was announced. Um. But so if Taylor decides to, <coughs> damn it, it's fucking do off. the twenty, do the twenty dollar thing at certain point or at some point. Yeah. Uh, it'll finally give me an excuse to play through Persona Five Royal. Which no. will be nice because it was like I got that and was super gung ho to play through it, and then we started this show and I haven't touched the PlayStation really since. Yeah, so. I, I use my PlayStation to stream stuff. I'm mostly playing on the PC now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I tell you, I've been playing uh, Final Fantasy 14 on my main screen and up here on my side screen. I've had uh, She Heals I Tank old episodes playing on Twitter, which or not Twitter, I mean Twitch, which is uh, a Final Fantasy 14 podcast and. I love them to death. They're part of my free company. It's Pete and Avi. They're awesome. So, actually, shout out to the whole Domina de Umbra. I think that's what the name of it is. Domina de Umbra. That whole free company. You guys rock. Um, There's got to be something else that I'm missing that I wanted to talk about. Oh, my God. I saw is. that they are porting two Nintendo 64 games to the PS4 and the PS5. Yeah, Turok and Turok 2. Fuck yeah. Oh, boy. I used to play the shit out of Turok. Get out of here. <laughs> Those those games did not age well. So. I fucking love the sixty four. Y- y- y'all these I know y'all high tech high performance PC gamers and shit. Y'all the gaming <laughs> community shits on the sixty four. I fucking love it. Like listen, listen, listen. You say that. You say that. There are some PC games on our list that are older than the sixty four, and you're gonna be like, there "What the are, fuck is this?" Yeah, there aren't <laughs> many consoles though where you can sit down and do four player local multiplayer. Like, there's also there's also not many consoles that you can sit down and need three hands to hold the controller. <laughs> you need two. You have to just learn how to hold it right. <laughs> you got to use the thumbstick with your dick. Yep, you know? that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. I did want to save this till the end in case people didn't want to listen to it. Yeah. Okay, I, I don't have it pulled up. I cannot find it. But the other day, I'm laying in bed, just scrolling through the internet, looking at Final Fantasy XII stuff. And I happened upon this Final Fantasy XII fan fiction. Of course you did, because it's the internet. And <laughs> it, uh, it started out, all right, it was talking about that uh, Ash, Fran, and Pinello were in a party and they got separated from the group and they had fallen into this trap in this dungeon that they were in. And now, in order to get out, there was this pressure plate that they needed to use to get out, right? Mm-hmm. So they lay all their weapons down and they uh, they take all their gear off and lay it on it. They're all naked and um, they're trying to... It's not enough pressure and then they stand on it and it's still not enough pressure. But Or no, I'm sorry, when they stand on it, it's enough pressure, but when they get off of it, it, it you know, they need to be able to leave there. Well, it was about this time that Fran starts saying that her stomach hurts. And they realize that they haven't taken a shit in like a week. Maybe two weeks. Longer than that, right? Yeah, you see where this is going? God damn yeah. So, <laughs> so eventually, they, they come up on the idea, Oh, Fran, you should just take a shit on the uh, pressure plate because it'll add the weight on there and it might help open the door. And apparently Fran's, uh, the Viera, take massive shits because she just starts... 
apparently, apparently, according to the story, just letting out this huge pile of turd, and it just starts piling up, and she's having to move to make room to put more out. Jesus and like, fucking Christ! God damn it! They I think, hate the internet so much. They think it's they think it's done. But then she gets another gurgle and a fart comes out and then here comes more. And this time it's more liquidy than it was the first time. And oh, no. Dude, no. oh, no. It, so she finally finishes, right? Eventually, This was like paragraphs about this. Then Pinello says that she realizes she hasn't gone in a while. So Pinello goes over there and starts taking a big dump on this thing too, right? Well, Ash is mortified because she's a fucking princess, <laughs> I right? I bet. I bet. And they're they're telling her, Ash, we need you. You haven't pooped in a while. Your stomach is bul- bulging out. We need you to shit on this pressure plate. And she's like, it is not going to happen. So Pinello goes and grabs her, and they start wrestling around. And she's trying to, Pinello's trying to squeeze her stomach to make her shit, right? And Pinello's up underneath her doing something, and, it, and Ash pisses on her face to get her off of her. So then Pinello's like trying to wipe that off and everything, and there's a turd coming out of Ash's ass that she then reaches up under herself and pushes it back in because she's not going to shit in front of anybody. And then eventually she ends up shitting on the pressure plate, and uh, they had to then reach into the piles of shit to get their weapons and gear and stuff. And it, dude, it was the most ridiculous thing <laughs> oh I read. But I was, God. I couldn't stop reading. I had to. It was like seriously like twenty something paragraphs. I read every bit of it, I and I was just. <laughs> disgusted but yet i couldn't look away it's that's why i have a love-hate relationship with the internet some things like that is just like this wouldn't exist without the internet and then you get yeah. gems like go onto amazon and pull up the reviews for sugar-free haribo gummy bears they're fantastic like i'll have to do that i'll have to do that in oh fact uh one thing that we're going to do on for a patreon episode coming up is uh examine funny steam reviews because yeah. There are some fucking golden ones out there. And that reviews was Ryan's idea, and, and I was like, that's fucking reviews, good. Reviews, comment sections, forums, and cats are the backbone of the internet. Like, <laughs> Oh, man. But yeah, that uh, that fan fiction story. If I can find it... Uh, post it in the I'll, Discord. I'll post it in the Discord. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put that on Facebook, but I'll post it in the Discord. <laughs> you can come find it. Yeah. Uh, which, speaking of... Um, if you would like to join our Discord, you can hop over to facebook.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. That's our Facebook page, and the Discord link is posted at the top, along with our Threadless link. If you'd like to uh, get some merch, there are two designs out there now. There's the design for our normal show and the design for our Patreon show. So, you know, we, we, we would really appreciate that. It would help support the show. And speaking of Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash the Steam Machine Podcast. If you would like to come join, uh, we're putting up exclusive content on there. Uh, we take suggestions from people uh, in the Discord and on Patreon. So if you guys ever have any questions, comments, concerns, hit us up there. Message us on the page on Facebook. You know, We are open to criticism and suggestions and things of the like. Uh, we're also on Twitter. That's uh, Steam underscore podcast. Come check us out. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's always me. Usually, I don't think Ryan touches the social media much unless you see it's him, like in his name in the group. Other than that, you're probably talking to me. So yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, if you ever see the Steam Machine say I, it's probably me. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm bad about remembering that I'm on the the show page and not my personal Twitter. Yeah. But yeah, man. We uh. Oh, you know what? Let me check real quick. I think we're still sitting at seven. I think we're still sitting at seven five star reviews. But just to check to make sure. Yep. <coughs> We are still sitting at f- seven five-star reviews. Now, if we can get that to ten, I'm going to give away another game. 
nice. from the list of extra games that I've got. Yeah. Now I will say I'm gonna go ahead and say this: when you when you if we get it to ten, it's gonna be I'm gonna randomly pick a game from this list. Except if we get to 25, 25 five star reviews, I'll give away Just Cause Three. I've got a, ca- a code for Just Cause Three. That's a fantastic game. Uh, it's one of my favorite games that I played in this last generation. Um, so if we can get the 25 reviews, I will. We will do a little running for Just Cause Three. But if we can get it to 10, who knows what you'll get? Because I've got yeah. a bunch of different keys for a bunch of different games. Gotta love Fanatical and Humble Bundle. Right. right. <laughs> but yeah, man, I uh, I think that about does it for everything that I had to say. I'm uh, looking forward to seeing how this story wraps up. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully Talk, I talking can to James get about it. Yeah, yeah, I, I hope so, man. I hope so. Uh, hit it hard. Cheat if you gotta. I don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fucking use Wii Mod. Go in there. Wipe shit out. Who gives a fuck? As long as you enjoy your time with it, that's what matters, sir. Yeah. And in fact, before we close, there's one other thought that I had. I was thinking about. So we've got so many games, right? So many games. <coughs> yeah, we're up and, well over a thousand now. Yeah, I think we're at like eleven hundred and one. So. As older games phase out and won't work anymore, which yeah. is bound to happen eventually. Yeah, like Gothic. Yeah. Well, I think there's a fix for Gothic. Yeah. And now that you're you're a little more computer savvy, we might be able to do that. But yeah. we'll worry about that another time. But uh, even some of like like uh, some like Flash games, for example. Now that's just we yeah. don't have those in our list, but they're gone. So yeah. like there there could be a possibility that some of these games eventually will not be playable at all. And I was thinking, well, that sucks, but. <laughs> That also helps with all the new games that are going to be coming out that we're going to add, add to the list. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe we'll do the, the brand new games, go to Patreon, and then we'll release that later. But Or just do brand new games as a special. Like one week, we'll just be like, all right, well, instead of our game of the week this week, we're doing such and such. You know? Yeah, I can see that happening at some point this year, too. Probably for Resident Evil Village. Like, yeah, I I could see it happening for Persona Five Strikers if I really like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So I mean, yeah, Resident Evil Village. That's gonna be cool too. I've I just realized that the protagonist, yeah, is the same from Seven. Yeah, We're no, playing the same character. So yeah, cool. Village is like a direct sequel to Biohazard, and it's yeah. the, the you're playing the same character as you did in Biohazard. And I was I was also thinking that we. You know, we make jokes that eventually we're going to get some stinkers. Mm-hmm. But luckily, like, this, I was thinking about it compared to, like, the Tadpog and how they do it. Because, and, and shout out to Tadpog. Everybody should listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a great retro podcast. <laughs> they pretty much uh, are where we got the idea from, like I've said in other episodes before, for the randomizer. And they are doing the, the Super Nintendo list of games. Whereas, we are pulling from games that I have bought. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's like, there's a lesser chance that we're going to get a shitty game. Yeah, there is that's fair. Not, but with the bundles and stuff that I've gotten, believe me, there are plenty of games yeah. that I'm just going to roll my eyes at when we pull them. We already have gotten a couple of them. Rap Rage. <coughs> Corpse yeah. Party Blood Drive. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, man, I just, I'm not going to strive to beat every fucking game that we play. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just hope that over the next however many fucking years that we do this, that we just have a good time doing it. 45. And that. People enjoy listening to us do it, and uh, just for some reason, people like to hear us bullshit about video games. So Apparently. I don't know. I don't know. We appreciate you guys. Yeah, and on do. that note, on that note, man, he's Ryan. I'm Dalton. And as always, guys, take it easy.